Hallelujah. Are you all ready for the word? Open up your Bibles. Acts chapter 3, starting verse 1. Peter and John went to the temple one afternoon to take part in the 3 o'clock prayer service. As they approached the temple, a man lame from birth was being carried in. Each day he was put, aside, put beside the temple gate, the one called the beautiful gate, so he could beg from the people going into the temple. When he saw Peter and John about to enter, he asked them for some money. Peter and John looked at him intently, and Peter said, look at us. The, main, the lame man looked at them eagerly, expecting some money. But Peter said, I don't have any silver or gold for you, but I'll give you what I have. In the name of Jesus Christ, the Nazarene, get up and walk. Then Peter took the lame man by the right hand and helped him up. And as he did, the man's feet and ankles were instantly healed and strengthened. He jumped up, stood on his feet, and began to walk. Then walking, leaping, and praising God, he went into the temple with them. All the people saw him walking and heard him praising God. When they realized he was the lame beggar they had seen so often at the beautiful gate, they were they're absolutely astounded. They all rushed out in amazement to Solomon's colonnade, where the man was holding tightly to Peter and John. Verse 16, Peter and John were speaking. Peter said, through faith in the name of Jesus, this man was healed. And you know how crippled he was before. Faith in Jesus' name has healed him before your very eyes. How was this man healed? Was Peter and John extra holy? Did Peter and John say a long prayer? Was there a vision that they had? How was this man healed? Was there an angel that came down and brought healing to them? Did Jesus himself come down and touch them? This man was healed by faith in the name of Jesus. When they saw this man begging, he had been known by everybody. He's lived his whole life. He was born that way, crippled. But here, Peter and John, they said, we don't have gold and silver to give you, but what we do have, we're going to give to you. In the name of Jesus, get up, walk. And the Bible says that their legs began to, his leg began to strengthen and he began to walk. Faith in the name of Jesus. Everybody say Jesus. There's power in the name of Jesus. And that's what I want to talk to you about today. Faith in the name of Jesus. Because when we look at ourselves and we see all of our weaknesses, we will disqualify ourselves from ever seeing the goodness of God or the glory of God. But it's not about how good your name is, it's about how good his name is. It's not about your, it's not about your past or your, your story, it's about his story and what he has done and what he has given to you. Say, in the name of Jesus. 
You can have a check and you can write a billion dollars in it and sign it in your own name and no bank in the world will cash it because there's no money to back up what you wrote on that check. But when you minister, when you walk, when you talk, when you do what God's called you to do, if you will do it in the name of Jesus, I want to tell you that check will cash. And we need to become creative with the power of God. Begin to trust and believe in the name of Jesus. Because when you believe in the name of Jesus, you begin to get excited about the things of God and you won't put any restraints on what God could do in your life. We were ministering in, in Maryland several years ago, my wife and I. I was going to minister uh, at a, a marriage conference. And so we were, they had the conference at a hotel and we were there in the, in the banquet hall. And I had one session to minister and this is a church that knew nothing about my ministry. They, they didn't know anything about me other than I was a pastor. And, they, and their friends told them, you should have this man speak. So they invited me. And there was maybe about two, 300 people there. And I looked at the, the, the couples. And I said, I really want to uh, share what God put on my heart for you. Uh, I have a message to help your marriage. But before I do, I believe that God wants to heal some people. And I know that there are, there are people that, you know, you might need a miracle. And I'm going to pray for just a few right now. And later on, we'll pray for more. And so I went to one, one area. There was about, you know, about four or five couples there. And, and I said, how many of you are, have pain in your body and sickness in your body? If you do, stand up. And about three people stood up. And I said, okay, just you three. Nobody else get in line. Just you three. Everyone else, I'll pray and minister to you later. But just you three, come over here. And they came and we prayed for them. And I prayed in the name of Jesus. Everybody say, in the name of Jesus. I laid hands upon them. I said, in the name of Jesus, I command that pain to leave their body. I command that sickness to go. And everyone got healed. They were all astonished that next thing you know, it went from three to 30. And I was like, oh, I said, I was only gonna pray for three. But we spent the next hour just praying for the sick. And for the next three days, we began to minister to people. The next day, we went, to, we went to the church to preach. And they brought this little boy on a wheelchair. This boy had never been able to walk because he was born with the infirmity. And before I could even preach, he was there at the front row. I laid hands upon him, and the boy began to walk up and down the aisle. There was about 500 people there. Everyone was, was just thanking God. Everyone was in tears because of the glory of the Lord. Church was over. I couldn't preach after that. I want to tell you, miracles mess up my preaching sometimes. But sometimes you have to stop preaching and just start demonstrating. Amen. How many know that a miracle settles the issue? You know, you could, you could talk to them and you could speak the word and, and it's good. But, but when they, when the miracles for the unbeliever. Did you know that? A sign and wonders for the unbeliever so that they will believe in Jesus Christ. Amen. Divine healings for the believer. Amen. And we believe in both. Amen. But all these things were not done in the name of Kevin. I'm just a man. I'm just a person that's living in the Rio Grande Valley. That's all I am. But the Jesus in me does the work. Amen. And he's the one that commanded me and directed me and spoken to me to do this in his name. 
He authorized me to do it in his name. He's given me divine right to use his name for the preaching of the gospel, for the, the ministering unto the body, amen? And so here, Peter and John, they were using the name of Jesus. They were using the name of Jesus and the whole city was turned over. The whole land was turned over because they saw a man who was born in, with an infirmity walking before them. And I wanna tell you that same Holy Ghost, the same authority, the same power in the name of Jesus is available to you and me. When I ministered at that church, the pastor of that church pulled me aside. He said, he said Pastor Kevin, I want to get a tent and we're going to travel across the United States and you're going to minister to the sick and we're going to win souls and we're going to, we're going to preach. And I started thinking, wait a minute. That's a vision that God's giving you, not me. And before we left that place, I want to tell you, not only was the pastor, not only did, the pastor came up to me, he said, he said, Pastor Kevin, you took my ministry to the next level. I've never seen God heal the way he's healed this, this past few days. Now I know he can do it. And now I know he could do it through me. Not only did the pastor step into the miracle power ministry of healing the sick, but the whole church began to step into it. At nighttime, we had testimonies of the people laying hands on sick people all over the city and being healed. I'm telling you, God made me different. He did. I'm sorry. And I'm not, I'm not bragging. What I'm saying is I have no desire to be the one on the poster. I have no desire to be the one that everybody rallies around to elevate and say, God uses this man because I, wherever I go, Yes, the Lord will use me, but it's all about empowering everyone to be used by God. That's why, I, do, I guess that's the reason why they don't invite me back so many times. Because we make a deposit and impact in, the, in, in that community that, well, we don't need him anymore. Praise God, we got Jesus, amen. Say power. In the name of Jesus. That's where it's at. It's in the name of Jesus. So it's not about your goodness. It's not about your righteousness. It's not about how lovely you look, how eloquent you are. It's not about your education. It's not about where you came from. It's about the name above every name, the power in the name of Jesus. Everybody say, in the name of Jesus. Now, go with me to Isaiah 53. Hallelujah. Renee, is this good? Amen. I'm preaching to Renee today. Hallelujah. He has the best seat in the house. We have way more people on this side than on that side. What did you all do to them? <laughs> Praise God. Amen. Look around. We're growing a little bit, huh? Hallelujah. 
Somebody promised to take you to Whataburger. That's why you showed up today. <laughs> how, how, how many can say that food will move you? <laughs> Praise God. It's so good to see you all. It's so good to be. You know, I, I really miss just ministering uh, and spending a lot of time with you. You know, I, Sunday's not enough for me. Sunday's not enough for me, amen? Hallelujah. I, I'm just going to show up at your house, and we're going to... Amen. <laughs> Isaiah 53. Amen. Verse 1. We're going to read a little bit. Because we're reading about what, the, what was paid for to empower that name. Who has believed our report? To whom has the Lord revealed this powerful arm? My servant grew up in the Lord's presence like a tender green shoot. Like a root in dry ground, there was nothing beautiful or majestic about his appearance, nothing to attract us to him. They're talking about Jesus. And, and this, is, this is like God speaking to us about his son, Jesus. This was, this was spoken uh, hundreds of years before Jesus even came into the world. He was despised and rejected, a man of sorrows, Acquainted with deepest grief, we turned our backs on him and looked the other way. He was despised and we did not care. You have to put yourself in the word. This was all humanity. He was despised and nobody cared about him. Verse 4. Yet it was our weaknesses he carried. It was our, everybody say our, sorrows that weighed him down. And we thought his troubles were a punishment from God, a punishment for his own sins. But he was pierced for our, everybody say our, rebellion, crushed for our sins. He was beaten so we could be whole. He was whipped so we could be healed. All of us like sheep have strayed away. We have left God's path to follow our own. Yet the Lord laid on him the sins of us all. He was oppressed and treated harshly, yet he never said a word. He was led like a lamb to the slaughter. And as a sheep is silent before the shearers, he did not open his mouth. Unjustly condemned, he was led away. No one cared that he died without descendants, that his life was cut short in midstream. He wasn't able to be married. He wasn't able to have children. He was someone that you would look at this life and think, you have your whole life ahead of you. But his life was cut short. Verse 7. He was oppressed and treated harshly, yet... He never said a word. He was led like a lamb to the slaughter. And as a sheep is silent before the shearers, 
He did not open his mouth. Unjustly condemned, he was led away. No one cared that he died without descendants, that his life was cut short in midstream. But he was struck down for the rebellion of my people. He had done no wrong and had never deceived anyone. But he was buried like a criminal. He was put in a rich man's grave. But it was the Lord's good plan to crush him and cause him grief. Yet when his life is made an offering for sin, he will have many descendants. He will enjoy a long life. And the Lord's good plan will prosper in his hands. When he sees all that is accomplished by his anguish, he will be satisfied. And because of his experience, my righteous servant will make it possible for many to be counted righteous, for he will bear all their sins. I will give him the honors of a victorious soldier because he exposed himself to death. He was counted among the rebels. He bore the sins of many and interceded for rebels. He paid everything for you and for me. He didn't have to die. The Bible even says he could have called down 10,000 angels and, and he would have been delivered. But he said, the, the Bible says, for the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross. I saw a video this past week of my brothers in Nigeria. There was an army that went in, a Muslim army. They rounded up the Christians. They tied them hand and feet, women, children, men, and they laid them on the back of a pickup truck. They didn't lay them, they threw them as if they were cargo. I saw a grown man lifted up, thrown, on the hard concrete street and sidewalk. And they just started throwing them on top of each other, still alive, but being beaten and just being destroyed to death. And I saw that, I mean, it's, it's one of those things that you watch two seconds and you turn your eyes from it because of the suffering. And their only crime was that they believe in Jesus. I want to tell you, they died a martyr's death and they will be celebrated in heaven. They did not deny their faith even unto death. Have you ever asked yourself, if I was being pressured this way, if society turned against me and they wanted me to renounce my faith, they wanted me to walk away from my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and tell the world that I don't believe in him, have you ever asked yourself, would you walk away when persecution comes or will your faith stand the test of time? Will you be willing to lay down your life to, to, for the glory of God and never renounce or deny your Lord and Savior Jesus Christ? Because no matter what suffering this world has for us, it cannot come, it cannot be in comparison of the suffering that Jesus has done, has went through for us.
but also for the glory that God has waiting for us. This life is so temporary. It's just a moment. And we think because we go through a trial today that God doesn't love us. We think that we go through a moment of, of persecution that God has forsaken us. No, he loves you so much that he gave Jesus to pay that price of the punishment and the, and the, and the hurt and the pain and the death at the cross for you and for me. He went to the, he went to the slaughter. He was so beaten and abused going to the cross that even the other two that he died with that were crucified next to him had pity upon him because of what he went through. And you might say, well, why did he do that? If I was, if I was there, I would have I tried, I would open up my mouth and say, don't do that to him. No, 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 no. He was the payment and the sacrifice for you and for me. If he did not lay down his life, we will not have salvation. We will not have no way to God. We would, we would be stuck in sin and death. But thank God for his faithfulness to the cross. Thank you, Jesus, for enduring the cross for me. Let me tell you something. They didn't take his life. He laid it down. He couldn't die. He couldn't die. Sin had no control over him, so he had to let go of the ghost. The Bible says that the Son of Man has the power to lay down his life and then to pick it back up. There was no curse of sin upon his life. So when he died on the cross, he laid down his life for you and for me, carrying the sins and the sickness and disease and the sin, sickness, the, the shame, guilt, all that pain. When he died, those things died too. The power of sin over your life died forever. Sickness and disease died forever. You are not the sick, you are the healed, amen? Salvation came into your life because of what Jesus did 2,000 years ago. And so he died to put an end to the curse. That's what he did. To, the Bible says he took captivity captive. What, was, what, what has been captivating men, what's been putting men into captivity, Jesus took it. He took it and dragged it to the cross. So that when he died, those things and the power it has over you dies as well. Amen. Buried in a grave. But three days later, what I laid down, I'm going to pick it back up. The Bible says that stone rolled away and he came out of the grave, the victorious Savior. Sin, sickness, the curse of sin and death, broken forever. Amen? It has no more control over you because of Jesus Christ. Amen? Say, I'm free in the name of Jesus. Sin has no more control over me. I have power in the name of Jesus. Philippians chapter 2. Hallelujah. 
In Philippians chapter 2, verse 8. It's talking about Jesus. Says, he humbled himself in obedience to God and died a criminal's death on a cross. Therefore, God elevated him to the place of highest honor and gave him the name above all other names. That at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth and every tongue declare that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Say in the name of Jesus. Again, in the name of Jesus. Your victory is found in the name of Jesus. Your faith needs to be founded in the name of Jesus. That when you deal with a situation, you could speak to that situation and command it to change in the name of Jesus. You've been given authority and power in the name of Jesus. God gave Jesus ultimate power in his name. And Jesus has given us the right and the privilege to use his name. The Bible says that we are now one with him, amen. In Mark chapter 16, go there. Hallelujah. Everything bows at the name of Jesus. Now understand this, everything bows at the, the name of Jesus. The Bible says that in the name of Jesus, every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus is Lord. Even devils will bow their knee and say Jesus is Lord. Amen. It doesn't matter who they are, or what it is, it all has to bow at the name of Jesus. Because he's the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. And because of his glory and the honor, he, everything has to bow at the name of Jesus. Everything that does not bow at the name of Jesus dies. Everything that wants to live has to bow at the name of Jesus. The fig tree didn't produce fig at the right time for the king. So Jesus cursed it and the tree died. Amen? Say everything bows at the name of Jesus. Even those that refuse to accept Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, they will bow at the name of Jesus. They'll be lost but they will have to recognize the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Amen? In Mark 16, verse 15, and then he told them, go into all the world and preach the good news to everyone. And anyone who believes and is baptized will be saved. But anyone who refuses to believe will be condemned. These miraculous signs will accompany those who believe. They will cast out demons in my name. And they will speak in new languages. They will be able to handle snakes with safety. And if they drink anything poisonous, it won't hurt them. They will be able to place their hands on the sick and they will be healed. Say, in the name of Jesus. See, these signs of wonders, they follow those that preach the gospel. But it's done in the name of Jesus. Amen. And what does the word of God say in verse 19? When the Lord Jesus had finished talking with them, he was taken up into heaven and sat down in the place of honor at God's right hand. And the disciples went everywhere 
and preached, and the Lord worked through them, confirming what they said by many miraculous signs. See, the power is available to those who believe. Right now, if we turn on the, the, the lights switch, the other lights will turn on. But because it's off, it's not on. But the power is available. The power is available. I, I could, I, one switch, one light, more light comes in. There's power in the name of Jesus. But you have to choose if you want to turn it on or not. To use the authority and the power in the name of Jesus. When trouble comes, and it will come. Why don't you start standing in the place of authority and power and use what Jesus has given you to change the situation? There's great authority and great power that's available to you in the name of Jesus. When we start using the name of Jesus, any attack of the enemy, once you recognize it's an attack of the enemy, uh-uh, not in my house. You're not touching my kids. No, no, no. You're not touching my kids. Nope, not in this city. Nope, it's not coming near me. In the name of Jesus. That rumor of, of a sickness coming to this, no, no, no. It shall not touch this community in Jesus' name. That rumor of, of uh, oh, the, the, there's, there's violence taking place. No, no, not in my community. In the name of Jesus, there's divine protection in this place. Peace in this community in Jesus' name. A bad report from the doctor, uh, in the name of Jesus, I speak healing over this body in Jesus' name. I'm not coming against the doctor. I'm coming against the, the sickness and the disease. Say, in the name of Jesus. Next time uh, someone you know is dealing with pain or sickness in their body, you might be at work and, oh, I got a headache. Do you have any Tylenol? Silver and gold I do not have. Bear and Tylenol I do not have. But what I do have, I give unto thee. In the name of Jesus, headache, stop. You see how this works? You know, I'm at the age where I experienced injuries and I wasn't injured. So that's what happened to your leg. I woke up. <laughs> but just because this body is getting older doesn't mean that my strength cannot be renewed. I minister to myself all the time. I wake up with a pain. Oh, oh, oh. I'm not going to suffer with this. No, no, no. In the name of Jesus, I command that pain to go right now. In the name of Jesus. Every now and then I'll grab Veronica, Veronica, touch right here, touch right here. Just say in the name of Jesus. I'm using the power and the authority that Jesus has given me. I went to the hospital to pray for a brother. He had gone through surgeries and had a lot of pain and infection. And I had not been able to go visit him. When I went to go visit him, I, I put my hand upon him. He had pain and it was dealing with his leg. 
And as soon as I began to pray, he said, he said the pain is gone, and it, it's, it's like, it's hot. I said, well, praise the Lord. That means it's working. But it wasn't about the name of Kevin. It's about the name of Jesus. Well, pastor, I, I could pray that way if I went to Bible school. It's not about Bible school. It's about authority and power in the name of Jesus. And he has given you his name. If you preach the gospel, you could begin to believe God for the signs and wonders. I went to, to Argentina. And I asked everyone, I said, anyone that's been dealing with COVID sickness, you've had long COVID, you know, and it's since you had COVID, you've been weak. You have not been able to, to, to do things because of that, that sickness of COVID. Or maybe you got, you got injured because of the vaccine. And I said, anyone, I want to pray for you. And several came up. One woman, she had lost hearing in one ear. She had gone through, she had a lot of other pain in her body. And I, I went up to her. I laid hands on her. I said, in the name of Jesus, I command the ear to open. And I command all these symptoms to go. In Jesus' name, the woman began to shout. All the pain left. She began to hear. She began to walk. She was happy, set free because of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. But pastor, there's no cure for some of those things. Jesus is the cure. He's the healer. Amen. But if we don't, he won't. He gives us the authority to use his name. He gives us the power to use his name. Let me ask you a question. Do you love your neighbor? Do you love others? Why would you allow them to stay in that pain? Why would you allow them to stay hurting? Why would you allow them to not know what you have received freely from Jesus Christ? It's time for the body of Christ to rise up and walk in the authority and power that comes through the name of Jesus. The Bible says, in my name, you will cast out devils. Next time someone starts rousing up and you, the devil starts rising up, anger, fear, uh-uh, in the name of Jesus, I command that devil to leave in the name of Jesus. I'm having an anxiety attack. No, you're not in the name of Jesus. Come in to stop right now in Jesus' name. Amen? I can't control myself. You can now in the name of Jesus. I command it to stop. Say in the name of Jesus. There's authority, there's power in the name. And you have to use it. The world is hurting, the people are desiring to know that there's a savior. They're chasing after everything. They're looking for help in the spirit because they know there's no help in the natural. And we as the believer have to be the ones that rise up and say, yes, I'm gonna be a man of God. Yes, I'm gonna be a woman of God. I'm gonna declare the word of the Lord and I'm gonna show them the way to Jesus. Somebody shout, in the name of Jesus. See, our faith is not in ourselves. Our faith is in the name. In the name of Jesus and everything that Jesus has done to, so that his name can receive all glory, all honor, and all power. Amen. Sickness has to bow. Fear has to go. Depression has to leave in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But pastor, when we have prayer, there's some people that pray, they pray really good and other people don't pray. Pastor, could you pray for me because you're a special pastor? And now, 
oh, I got a different name? Like the name of Jesus and pastor's life is different than the one that, no, no, no. You're looking at the wrong person. Your faith is not in the person of, who, who prays for you. Your faith is in the name of Jesus. Say, in the name of Jesus. Matter of fact, I charge you, next time that you, you watch the news, your job is to change the news by using the name of Jesus. Anything they say negative that's coming to this valley, nope, not in this valley. In the name of Jesus, that shall change in Jesus' name. Corruption in government, nope, not in this government. In the name of Jesus, we speak over the mayors and the city leaders and, and all the, those that are serving this community that they shall walk in integrity in Jesus' name. And Father, if they will not, remove them in the name of Jesus. Are you here today? Come on now. There's power in the name of Jesus and you have been given the authority and the right to use the name. Amen. Hallelujah. A bad report from the bank? Nope, in the name of Jesus. We speak increase into this count in Jesus' name. A problem happens, kids get hurt? Nope, they shall not, they shall not get hurt in the name of Jesus. Or you speak over their body, we speak healing over this body in the name of Jesus. When we went through COVID, before COVID, we had prepared you all. God had given us so much word and revelation about what was coming. Before there was even a shutdown, we anointed everybody with oil. And we prayed over every person. And there was power, there was protection. Even those in the healthcare industry that were serving in the front lines, God, they, they have a testimony that they said that God protected them. Amen. There's deliverance in the name of Jesus. There's power in the name of Jesus. And Jesus has given us the right and the authority to use the name of Jesus. When I go to preach the gospel, I'm not preaching the gospel in the name of Kevin. I could talk about sports. That's about as good Kevin could do. But I talk about the name of Jesus. I talk about my Lord and my Savior, Jesus Christ. And you might say, well, pastor, how do you have confidence in the name of Jesus? Because I have relationship with Jesus. And because I have relationship with Jesus, I can have confidence in his name. Before I, I do anything, I'll, I'll go to places and the Lord will tell me what's going to happen beforehand. And I'm like, hallelujah, praise God. And it's literally, I'm just enjoying the show. The time I'm preaching and and. I forgot where I was at, but I saw like a, a problem in the shoulder. And I said, there's some people in, in the right shoulder. And I began to call it out. And I said, if, if, if that's you, come. Half the church showed up. And everyone we prayed for, the pain left. Oh, it's because you're specially anointed. No, it's the power of the name of Jesus. If anything, it's my faith in him. Can you have faith in the name of Jesus? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He did it all for us. To walk in victory. To walk as overcomers. I'm not allowed to be sad. How can it be sad when I got, I got the healer, the Savior with me? Amen. Hallelujah. I got the joy of the Lord. 
It's my strength. Amen. It's time for us to walk in authority and power. It's time for the church to be the church. It's time for us to shine the light of Jesus Christ and walk into places and change the situation using that power and that authority. There was a man. He went to Argentina. They invited this, this well-known minister, and he could not go. So he sent his assistant. And when he flew in the airplane, the Lord gave him a vision. He arrives in Argentina. The churches that had gathered, the pastors that had gathered to receive this man, they, um, they were disappointed because the, other, the main minister didn't come. And they, they, they shut down everything. They said, well, we can't work with you. We, we wanted him to come, not you. The man looked at the, the pastors. He said, listen, I don't, I don't know what, 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 what the issue is. All I could tell you is what God showed me. God showed me, he said, I saw a red house. And they said, well, that's, that's where the president is. That's like our White House. He said, take me there. So he goes there and he sees the, the, the soldiers guarding the entrance. And he talks to them. He said, they said, uh, I came to see the president. And they looked at him. They said, who are you? I'm a minister from the United States of America. They thought he was a government official from the United States of America. So they let him in. He's sitting there. And a general sits there. He goes, who are you? He says, I'm a minister from the United States of America. Oh, okay. And the Lord gave him a word of knowledge. He began to speak to the general. He said, you've been dealing with this sickness. Jesus wants to heal you. Can I pray for you? And the, the, the general agreed, so he prayed, and he was healed. The general gets called to go talk to the president. He walks into the president's office. The president said, who's, who's that out there? I don't know. But he prayed for me, and I was healed. He walks in to see the president. The president said, what are you, who are you? I'm a minister for the United States of America. What are you doing here? I've come to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ in your nation, bring revival. And then he began to speak to the president. The Lord showed me you have a skin condition that nobody knows about. And God wants to heal you right now. The president opened up his shirt and all over his body was that skin condition. The minister laid hands on him and that skin condition just cleared up. Instantly healed. The president said, what are you here? Why are you here? I come to bring revival to your nation. What do you need? I need television. I need radio. I need stadiums to do crusades. The president said, whatever you need, you have. It began one of the greatest revivals we've ever known. Some of the, the, the ministers that came out of it, they're ready in their, they're ready in their latter parts of their, of their lives, but they served God because they got saved and born again and set free and filled with the Holy Ghost in those meetings and literally changed their country and also changed the nations. But it all started because of a man of God that believed in the power of the name of Jesus. 
Do you believe in the name of Jesus? Hallelujah. Do you believe in the name of Jesus? Look at your neighbor and say, do you believe in the name of Jesus? Look at your hands. The Bible says the believer will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. Amen. How many of you believe in the name of Jesus? Let me see your hands. Amen. Praise God. I want everyone to stand up on your feet. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Say in the name of Jesus, I am well. I am healed. In the name of Jesus, I have victory. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Do you believe that? How many of y'all believe that? Do you believe that? Amen. I want to ask this question. How many of you need a miracle? Maybe you've been dealing with pain in your body. You need an answer to a problem, whatever it is. I want, if that's you, just wave your hand like this real quick so I can see. Lift it up high so I can see. Praise God. Awesome. Amen. How many of you feel a, a physical pain in your body right now? Let me see your hand. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, is it you, sister? That lit? What, what's going on with your body? Okay. How long have you been suffering from that? June 10th, you had a car crash, you've been dealing with pain in your, in your body, and you feel it right now, right? How about you? Huh? Chest pain? How long have you been dealing with that? This morning? Who on this side has been dealing with pain? My sister over there. What, what's been going on with you? Sciatica, so it's on your right or left? Yeah, the nerve? Okay. How long have you been dealing with that? Four years. Who, who in this area, in this section, does anybody in this section need healing? What's going on? Sciatica, hip, right, left, left. Okay. Hallelujah. One more. One more. Who else has who's dealing with pain? Uh, my sister. Amen. And God's been strengthening you every week. Every week, the Lord is like new. But what, what, what's going on right now? Your shoulder, you feel the pain right now? Amen. Hallelujah. Okay. Amen. Everyone, I know this is different, but this is where I feel the Lord is, is leading me. Everyone that has been dealing with that pain, a, a sickness that you literally feel a pain right now in your body, I'm gonna, this is the first call. If you've been dealing with a pain in your body, just like those other people that testified that they, they got a pain in their body, just go and lift up your hand like this. Everyone that, that has pain in your body, just go like this. Amen. Just keep your hand like this. Amen. And we're going to pray as a community, as a body together. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Everyone close your eyes. Say this with me. Father, I thank you for authority and power in your name. Jesus, there's power and authority in your name. I thank you, Lord Jesus, that you have come to set people free, that in your name, healing flows, freedom flows, deliverance flows. So right now, in the name of Jesus, we put our faith 
and our confidence for our healing in your name. And we command our bodies to be made whole. Pain, get out in Jesus' name. We speak healing from the top of our head, the sole of our feet, in Jesus' name. Now put your hand upon your body and just begin to thank the Lord. Lord, thank you. Thank you for my healing. Thank you, Lord. The pain leaves right now in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. Now look at me. Hallelujah. Now everyone that was dealing with pain, check your body. Check your body. My sister, check your back right now. Is there any pain in your back? Is it gone? Did it leave? After all those years or how long we were suffering from the car accident? Since June and your body feels good? Hallelujah. Jesus is good, right? How about you, my sister? Is there pain? Did the pain leave? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. My sister, how's your shoulder? It's moving? Hallelujah. Are you happy? <laughs> Amen. Praise God. Look at, look at her. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. My sister over there, how's your, check the sciatica. Is there a pain there? Is it gone? Are you sure? Check again. Does it feel good? Hallelujah. Renee, it feels good. Did you feel the heat? You felt the presence of God come upon you. How many of you felt the heat come on your body as we were praying and you felt like something was changing? Even if I didn't call you out, how many of you felt something change in your body? Let me see your hands. Hallelujah. What happened over there? What happened to your sister? The back pain left? Hallelujah. Where's Vanessa and extra microphone? Vanessa, I need you to testify. Someone get her a microphone. Hallelujah. Vanessa's the, the one that can run fast. That's why I thought. Who has a testimony that your body changed? Let me see your hand on this side. On this side. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. What's your name? Hold up the mic so they can see what it is. Number eight. Praise the Lord. Hello? Hello? Okay. Just checking. <laughs> My name is Ruben Garcia, and I've been experiencing this uh, pain in my abdominal for a very long time. <laughs> uh, I've been praying every day, day and night, and uh, just today, I wasn't going to come to church. I was going to go to work instead, but something told me to come today. So I'm feeling, I felt it moving in my stomach, and I was like, I, that's, I came for that reason. I'm healed. <laughs> it pain left? Yeah. Praise the Lord. <laughs> this area who else could testify about who else says you felt the change in your body anyone else lift up your hand if it, I can't see you. praise God how about in this area how about in this area who has a, who has who felt their body change in this area hallelujah amen praise God praise God they're scared of you Vanessa how about here how about here who felt your body change amen Hallelujah. Did you feel the heat come on your body as we prayed? Who could say that, that, that wants to say yes, that's me? Amen. 
Praise God. I know my sister back there. Was there another one? I can't see. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. See, these are the testimonies of the Lord. These are the testimonies of the Lord. Amen. Faith in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. This is what I want to do. I want to ask Pastor Veronica, and I want to ask Vanessa to come and stand here at the, in front of the altar. Gonna have a, we're going to have a call. And this is going to be unique. And I'm going to ask you to come and, and let them pray for you. You need the favor of God upon your life. Because you're dealing with a problem that you don't have an answer to. It doesn't have to be spoken. It might be legal, it might be relationship, it might be just an issue in your mind. It could be whatever it is. Maybe it's a situation in the family. But I don't want no one leaving this place not knowing that there's someone that prayed with you believing God for your miracle. If that's you and you need someone to pray with you, we don't need to know what it is. This is between you and God. I want you to come out of your chair and come and let these two anointed women of God pray with you as we come in agreement with you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Everyone else, just lift up your hands to heaven and begin to worship the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Jesus, we worship you, Lord. We glorify you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. There's going to be answers. There's going to be answers. The answer comes quickly in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. The Lord goes before you. The Lord fights for you. In Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' mighty name. Father, we pray that that situation will change in the name of Jesus. That peace will begin to flow in their lives and in their homes in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Church, just pray and intercede on behalf of these people that need their miracle. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Come on, let's worship a little bit. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. You're here with the grace of the Savior. With the heart of the Father, you're with You're here with the hands of the healer, with the power of your spirit, you're With the grace of the Savior 
Thank you, Lord, that things change in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. With all eyes closed and every head bowed, if you've never given your life to Jesus Christ, today's the day of salvation. We talk to you about everything that the Lord has done, but it all starts with personal relationship with Christ, knowing Jesus as your Lord and Savior. You have an opportunity to invite him in your heart God loved you so much that he sent Jesus to die on the cross that whoever believes in him will not perish but have everlasting life. He wants to come in and live on the inside of you. If you'd like to give your heart to Jesus and receive forgiveness of all your sins, when I count to three, lift up your right hand and we will pray the prayer of salvation together. Maybe you have given your heart to God, but for some reason you've fallen away. The cares of the world have, have, have pulled you back but you can always come, come back to the Lord. He loves you. This prayer is for you as well. If that's you and you want to return to Jesus Christ, when I count to three, lift up your right hand and we'll pray the prayer of salvation together. 
Today is the day of salvation. If you're giving your heart to the Lord or want to rededicate your life to Jesus, this is your time and this is your moment. When I count to three, lift up your right hand. One, two, three. Lift it up wherever you're at. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. God bless you. God bless you. Hallelujah. Anyone else? Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for those that are coming to you, Lord. Hallelujah. The Lord is in your hands. Praise God. Hallelujah. Say this prayer out loud with me. Lord Jesus, forgive me of all my sins. Come inside my heart. Be my Lord and Savior. I want to live for you. I thank you for saving my life. Use me for your glory. Teach me your ways. Jesus, you are my Lord. You are my Savior. And I will live for you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen, amen. Can we celebrate? Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Everyone that was prayed for, those that, that, that I'm believing God, you're going to have testimony, amen. You're going to have testimony, amen. Those, that situation is going to change, amen. All those that gave your life to the Lord, welcome to the family, amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Is God good? He's so beautiful, amen. Tonight, 7 p.m., we're going to talk about the presence of the Lord. I'm going to minister. I want to invite everybody to come on out. We're going to have a great time with the Lord, amen. Praise God. Were you all blessed? Amen. Well, we release you. We'll see you tonight at 7 or Wednesday night 7 or next Sunday, amen. Thank you for coming to church. We love you. We bless you in the name of Jesus. Anyone needs to talk or need prayer, I'll be here at the altar. God bless you guys. Have a wonderful week.